Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome, cosmic chefs and starry-eyed gourmands. What the hell does that mean? Gourmand. To Can Gourmand. We Help You, the Galactic Gourmet Edition. I'm Franco, your master of interstellar cuisine. Here with Sash, the virtuoso of vacuum-packed flavors, and Jax, the connoisseur <laughs> of cosmic spices, ready to Ooh, cook hello. up solutions to life's spicy quandaries with a pinch of cosmic dust. I don't know why it's combined space and cooking. I think I'm out of ideas here. I'm so lost. What did you type in to get that? Hi, uh, everyone. Welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. Sasha, Jacks, Franco, blah, blah, blah. We were just reading the intro and that came out. And usually I can pick what you've typed into the robot and you've gone, hi, can you reword this in a dinosaur theme? Can you reword this in a jungle theme? This one I can't pick. So that was an intergalactic cooking show theme. Okay. Um, <laughs> and... Pretty much, I don't actually type in like make it dinosaurs or make it something like that. I just, I just keep on typing every time. Give me more, make it weirder, and it just, oh. it just went off the rails a little bit. Speaking of okay. cosmic, have you guys ever had cosmic brownies? It's a thing here. Cosmic brownies. Cosmic brownies. You get them in a, um, like in a supermarket, mm. and my god, they're good. Cosmic brownies. It's a brownie, delicious brownie with um, chocolate icing, chocolate fudge icing, and little. Um, like chocolate, um, you know, little little um, drops, like candy coated chocolate drops on the top. Oh, candy coated chocolate drops. That sounds too much. I could definitely go for a cosmic brownie right now. Oh, I just like a brownie. Brownie. A brownie is enough. You are enough, brownie. <laughs> brownie, you are enough. <laughs> Seriously, like brownies do not need bells and whistles. They are decadent and rich and delicious if all on good. their own. Mm, I love a brownie. Do you know someone at work? had today and mm. I know what Jackson would be like gross but like it made me want it so badly it? and it feels really old school now and I smelt it wafting from the kitchen and then I was walking down the corridor and I saw someone sitting there and I was like you were the person who made this food and made me want it raisin toast love raisin oh, toast boring. raisin toast is great smelt so oh, good so but don't you think it's like a really 90s early noughties so 90s. cafe food yeah. like 
There would be raisin toast on every menu, and maybe there still is, but I just don't even look at it because I'm like, who's oh, getting there raisin always is. toast? Every cafe I've ever still? been to has, has yeah, for like seven, 6 or $7 on the menu, it's like t- toast slash raisin toast. You can still get toast at a cafe. I've okay. never known anyone to do it, but I'm tempted. Remember the 90s when you would go to a cafe and it would be fancy to get like raisin toast and a cappuccino? <laughs> I don't remember going to cafes in the 90s. I remember, mm. though, as a kid, yeah, going out for breakfast. This would have been more noughties. And there weren't that many. No, cafe culture's really, like, become a thing over the past, like, 15 years or so, I reckon. Right. I mean, there were cafes, but it was like you'd, do, you'd yeah. have a lot of, um, a lot of like, shopping centre cafes, I reckon. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Jamaica Blue. Oh, yeah. Gloria Jeans was one of my first jobs. <laughs> I remember that very yes, well. Yes, and all the cafes were just like even even non shopping center ones were just like fine. You know, it wasn't like now yeah, where it's, it's like everything's fancy and trendy fancy and like and drip and bloody bloody blah and x amount of temperature and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. I think they call it third wave, don't they? Third wave espresso third wave or some shit. Cafeism. I um I love a good cafe breakfast. Oh and my it's god! Yes. One of the hardest things about being married to my dear husband is that he doesn't do breakfast. He's not what? a breakfast yeah. dude. I, I don't either. He just is not a breakfast dude. Oh, I love breakfast. I eat breakfast for dinner. Like I, I love, love it. breakfast food. Yeah, I'll have breakfast for dinner. I, I don't know if Shane's yeah. the same. Like as in doesn't like breakfast food because of that I can't. No, support. no, no. He likes breakfast food. But if I'm sitting on a Saturday, so I'm up pretty early on the weekends because the dog wakes me up. Without fail at about 7, 7.30. If it's cloudy, I might get to sleep until 8.30 because he thinks it's still early. And I go walk the dog. I come back. I'm usually back by about 8.30 and I'll be sitting there and Shane will get up and he's like, I'm sleepy. And then I'm like, do you want to go out for breakfast? He's like, mm, no, not really. Aww. And then like sometimes I just go by myself. I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm just going to go out and eat. Yeah, but the problem it. is where I walk the dog, I walk past all the local cafes and so I smell bacon and sourdough and people sitting there enjoying and I'm like, fuck. Australia is like the best at breakfast too. I literally, I think breakfast Mm. is my favourite meal of the day. I have cereal most days. I love cereal. But like I also love going going out for like a you know even a like a cheeky croissant or like a even a bagel. Oh, but like Australia does breakfast slash brunch so. So yeah, good. So yeah, good. We really do. No one does really it better. Do. Oh, my God. I love going to like My Oh My. It's like my favourite place in the whole world. My Oh My? Yeah, in Melbourne? You, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know? oh, they did the best scrambled eggs on oh, rye and that was my, my go-to. And we got My Oh My quite a bit and scrambled eggs on rye and it was only like 15 bucks and it was fucking delicious. I was thinking about the bagel shop near where we used oh, to work. This will be bagels. And I had a breakfast bagel recently near my current work. So the one at Bissell B. Sorry if you hate food talk and you're listening to this. You should know us by now. We love yeah, food talk. We really do. Oh, my God. Just thinking about Bissell B is making me hungry. I know. Me too. Bacon, egg, American cheese, and mm. you could add avo, smashed avo, and you could add hash brown. And their hash brown was like the, not like a solid hash brown. It was like hash, like, you know, when it's like, potatoey straws mm. and it's just kind of like a patty almost. And so I went and I was like, I'm going to try and find a bagel near my work. And I had it and it was so disappointing. And yeah. you know what? It wasn't bad. It just didn't taste like Bissell B and good. it made me sad. Yeah. Every time I go back to Melbourne, I will go out of my way to go back to Bissell B. It's, it's literally a game changer. I might be going to Melbourne in February potentially and 
I'm going to have to do a bit of a tour of all the places that I miss. Can you bring me back a Williamsburg from Bisselby? That would be great. <laughs> What's on the Williamsburg? Which the Williamsburg one's that? Is like, it's like cream cheese and um, jalapenos and bell peppers and oh, like yeah, it's nice. just, oh, my God, it tastes oh. incredible. You know where else is good? Yum. If you're in Melbourne, Top Paddock, boy, they do a good uh, brunch as well. Oh. I've never been to Top Paddock but I've heard good things. Oh, God, I love brunch. Is there a cafe culture? I know LA, like they, they're big on like, and I only know this from watching Selling Sunset, but like you can go somewhere and get like a juice, like a nice juice and like go out for like brunches. But is like the cafe culture the same or similar there it's, that it is here? It's becoming more of a thing, definitely becoming mm. more of a thing. The coffees and stuff are not as good as Australia, obviously, mm. but it is becoming more of a thing. Cafes generally tend to be a bit more like coffee and pastry. So it's it's right. less like sit down and get like, you know, because I guess that's a bit more dinery, sort of eggs and, and stuff for breakfast. But yeah, of course. there is a bit of a cafe renaissance. There's a place in Silver Lake called Botanica, which does a just amazing brunch. And there's an Aussie yeah. place, uh, Aussie Cafe, which I went, I've went i been going to since I moved here. And they've just reopened as a proper like sit down cafe. And they do like, mm. you know, brekkie sandwich and avo toast and stuff like that and... Yeah. It's so good, and it's it's coming. Here and I and I hope I want it to speed up because I really miss Australian style yeah, brunch for breakfast. Oh, yeah, God. it's a good time. Yeah, it's a really good time. Hey, look before we devolve any further into <laughs> un uh, unsolicited food chat. Un- That's kind of what this podcast is. If you don't like unsolicited food chat, why are you listening? <gasps> yeah, if we. If we ever change our name, it should be we should call ourselves Unsolicited Food Chat. <laughs> I reckon we could always find something to talk about food. And today Absolutely. we didn't really have much that we wanted to open with. None of us have much to report. No. And so Food Chat, it's just easy. You just don't even have to think about it because it's just I so mean, great. the intergalactic cooking show theme might have helped. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that kicked us off. Um, for anyone, for, for our listeners who are listening, if you're still here, good on you. Um, <laughs> but this will be a slightly longer episode, but it'll also be our only episode this week. We unfortunately ran out of a bit of time to record this week, so only one episode. My sister-in-law's in town. We've just got so much going on at the moment. So you will get us for a little bit longer today, but it'll be the only episode and then we'll be back on the following next Saturday. So... I know that we're part of your routine and I'm sorry that we won't be there in a couple of days, but we'll be back in a week. We'll be back, yeah. Um, Speaking of, uh, if you are a listener of this show, you know that you have to pay listener tax in the form of questions so that we can answer them, so that we can have a podcast that we record every week. So please send your (laughs) questions through to us at Can We Help You Podcast on socials or what seems to be the preferred method these days is via the website, canwehelpyoupodcast.com. Fill out the form and you can stay completely anonymous there. You can put in a fake email address and we'll have no idea who you are. It can be about anything. We talk about food. We talk about tyres. We talk about going fishing. We talk about relationships, etc., etc., etc. Look around you right now, listener, and look at the things around you and kind of think, can they help me with that? And if you if you can find something, I just I just I really want to make this interactive. You know what? You've got until the end of this episode. We're going to come back at the end of the episode, and we're going to think: Have you thought of something? Have you thought of your question? Are you going to pay your tax? Because if you if you're not going to pay your tax, then you don't don't deserve to listen. So, as you said that, look around and ask: Can we have you with that? I recalled something because I looked out, and there's a we have a little balcony out there. 
And I recalled something I did through the week that I really could have used some help with. Um, I mean, it's just, it's not something I really could have used help with. I could have used just a second pair of, a second person to help me with it because then this uh, wouldn't have sounds happened. Sounds like you could have used some help. That's exactly what, what that sounds like. Yeah, see, I could have used some help with that. Um, so I, we've, we put up our Christmas tree um, last weekend mm-hmm. and we put up all that Christmas stuff. You know, we got the stockings out, we got the garland out, we got the lights and it was so much fun, you know. It's fun to put up all the Christmas things at Christmas time. I mean, the tree is a pain. I you always forget how annoying a tree is God, to put up. So and God Almighty, it's annoying. I... And then the thing is, you do all the branches. You go branch, branch, branch. You got to pull them all out. You got to fluff them all. Fluffing the branches is by far the worst part. Oh my God, it takes so yeah. long. And you think yeah. you've done it. You think you've done a good job, and then you stand back and admire it, and you go, oh, "Fuck, we've got so many parts that we haven't." <laughs> and you, yeah. you go and you stand back, and then you come and you fix that branch, and you do that about twenty times. Then you realise you've got to put yeah. the lights on and go all the way around the tree and you get tangled up yes, in the light thing. in the light. Yes. Because it doesn't mm-hmm. look the same mm-hmm. if you don't do it when the lights are on. Sorry, I've, I've just recently done this and I fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it this weekend. Today's the day. So, um, yeah, I'm preparing myself. Well, don't do what I did. It. So you do all the lights and then you've got to decorate the bloody tree. You've got to put all the ornaments and shit on. Anyway, so we did all that. I bought um, on off Amazon a set of uh, like icicle lights for the balcony because I thought it'd be lovely. When we were living in Australia, we had like these solar, you know, we had a little gate out the front. We had these solar lights that would sort of icicle down and they were lovely. Um, We have a balcony now, so I thought I'll get some lights for the balcony. Hard to get solar lights, so I got some plug-in ones. Plug-in ones are always better. Mm -hmm. They're brighter. Plug-in ones are better. I like solar. I'm all for solar. Yeah, easier. I got a smart plug for outside. Uh, mm-hmm. So that I could put it on a timer, and I got an extension cable and all that. I had to measure it. I had to get the right size, the right length. Anyway, so finally the lights arrived, and I was like, "How am I going to attach them to the bloody uh, balcony? Because it's like the actual railings like wooden." So I was like, "I can't really put command strips or anything because it might like strip the wood or something. The glue on the command strip and it might not come off that well." And we're renting, so obviously if we ruin the balcony wood. We're going to be have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get cable ties and cable tie the lights around the the balcony, like the railing. Smart. Yeah. Great idea, right? Great. So I went and bought these cable ties and uh, I, I kind of put it all out and I'm like, you know, pulling it up here and over there and trying to pull it tight and getting the cable ties around. And finally I did the whole boat. It was about nine foot. So I did the whole, you know, every like three three sort of posts. I was like cable tying and, you know, had them all ready to go. And I was like, great. And I plugged it in and I was like, these look great. And so I had, you know, when you do a cable tie, you have the end. And you've got yeah, to cut you gotta the, end off. the ends off. Yeah. Snip the end off. Uh, so I'm snipping off all the ends. And, and then right at the sort of the front, you've got like the plug into the, the extension cable. And then the plug sort of goes to the first icicle. And it was just sort of hanging down a bit. And I was like, I want it, I want that to kind of like like sit tight so that it's not hanging down. I don't want to see cable hanging down. So I, I cable tied another thing on. And I was like, all right, I've got to snip off the excess there. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, God, I wanted it exhausted. to look nice. I want it to look okay. nice. Okay. What happened? Got the scissors. <laughs> and I had them on, had the lights on. I thought these look great. 
and I'm cutting the, at the end of the cable tie. Just it took oh. so long. It was so hard to get, and I'm like, because scissors aren't really the right tool, right? Anyway, I'm shoving the scissors, and I went, eh, 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 and it, I just hear this. Oh my god! And the lights turned off. <laughs> wow! And on the floor was the end of a plug and a chopped cable. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Hang on, though. Oh, Hang on. I once kicked up a huge stink at an apartment I lived in. We lived on the ground floor, but there was like a shared garden in yeah. front of our balcony. Yeah. And we had these shrubs that kind of hung over. So the gardeners would come and they'd chop down the shrubs. Yeah. And we'd strung lights throughout through, through the shrubs. Yeah. And they cut our Christmas lights. And I yeah. kicked up the biggest stink. And I went, <laughs> your gardeners have ruined my Christmas lights. <laughs> they came around the next day and uh, they fixed them by just taping it back together. It's like it just needs, each side just oh, needs to be touching yeah, each other for it to work again. Twist the cables together and oh. use a bit of electrical tape. You should be fine. Yeah, see, I could have could have used some help. I just cut them all yeah, down and threw them out and ordered a new pack. <laughs> oh, my God, you're such a consumer. Yeah. I'll just throw it out and give up, you fool. You could have well, fixed them fixed and them, you wouldn't have but, had to go through. The, the fact that you did that at all, I don't know if that's something that we can help you with. I think that's just you and I think that's just going to be you for a while. <laughs> Take heed, listeners. Be careful when you're cutting things around your Christmas Little pro lights. tip because because I can help you slightly with this. Um, I have a new toy that I'm showing you guys now on the camera. Oh. Uh, this is how you attach Christmas oh lights. It's God. a hot glue gun. This is a nice, fancy, expensive hot one. Glue gun. But, um, oh hot, hot glue gun. I didn't know. Is, okay. the, is the answer. So listeners obviously can't see. You just held up a thing that looked like a full-on drill. Like it was yeah, like so, so it's yellow. Yeah, um, it's the it's a Ryobi-branded. Like uh, this is absolutely wow. not sponsored. What so it's fuck? got like a little battery. The battery kind of goes into the base. Oh my and that heats does up the a gun. glue gun need a battery? So, so it can heat what? up. So oh, you take it, it outside up. and it heats up. Oh, and then glue. when you're ready to glue, you just take this Love bit off it. and you glue with it. How do you get it off at the end? Uh, so for for our kind of, um, for our walls, we can just pull it off because it's just like a brick wall. But um, oh. you can use a heat gun oh. if you if you want to like kind of melt the glue oh, away. Oh, that's a great idea. No, well, I went with cable ties and obviously that was a mistake. And can I just say... To anyone out there, it who wasn't is. a mistake. You made the mistake of cutting <laughs> the wrong thing. That's not the cable ties' fault. Anyone who is doing something like that over this holiday season, um, once you've strung, like, I would recommend unplugging the lights as you're doing any kind of cutting. Because I'll tell you what, I mean, you know that that was like kind of scary, and I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure I've got to say. Please I want be to do careful. that again. I, I wouldn't. Don't cut things when they're I on. Advise, yeah, putting scissors anywhere near something that's on, especially when you're jacks. <laughs> <laughs> Unplug it. All right, should we get to a question? All right, we've actually got we've got two questions. Oh this my week, god, so we better get longer. to it. Let's go. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Our first question here is from Ronnie. Hello. Hello, Ronnie. Thanks for your question. Uh, Ronnie writes, hey, guys. So my husband wants us to have another baby. We already have oh. one and she's amazing. She sleeps well and eats well. And for me, I am satisfied with just her. I understand it would be great for her to have a sibling, uh, but I had a lot of trauma during my pregnancy and I'm scared that my second child will be the complete opposite of perfect. Help me. Ronnie, well, first off, none of us have kids. Um, no. so Not yet, at least. Not yet. Maybe soon. Who knows? Who knows? Um, maybe never. Maybe never. Lots of people deciding not to have kids these days. I mean, for me, I guess I'd always imagined having two. I think everyone does. Like every like normal person who – for me, if someone has three kids, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like why do you have three children? And I'm not hating on their life choices. I just mean like I can't fathom having three kids. Like my hat goes off to you. Three's a lot. But you know what I find more confusing is when people have like seven – or eight, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, well, obviously you guys are just bored. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Or super-duper religious. Um, so, yeah, for me, like I've always imagined having two. However, lately I've kind of been going, wow, well, maybe we won't be able to afford two. Maybe one's going to be it. Like I know for my parents they had me and when they first had me, they didn't have a lot of money and I know it was really hard for them and then I think they eventually kind of got into a position where they could financially afford it and I begged and begged and begged for a sibling but then they kind of went, you know what, one's, one's one and done. We've got this perfect specimen right here. Why do we need to have more kids? <laughs> and they didn't and now I get all the inheritance. Um, and that's but, the most important part. Yeah. Yeah, I think like if you have like a vision of kind of what you want, like I'm prepared to like have one and then see. Like that's kind of how I think I'm going to do it. It'll be like how did that go? What's our financial position? You know, do we enjoy Do we enjoy ha- raising a baby? Maybe it was horrible and we enjoy the kid phase but that's it and we don't want to put ourselves through it again. I don't know. So, yeah, I ca- like obviously, like I said, n- none of us have kids so I don't know what it's like to actually have one and then have to make that decision but – I feel like if you have any sort of hesitation, you probably shouldn't have another kid. Now, the thing is, though, we don't know how old Ronnie's first baby is. Yeah. 
because if the baby's really young, then of course, Ronnie, your mind is still going to be really fresh with the horrible pregnancy you had. And you're going to be like, I'm not doing that again. Lots of people get really, really sick and stressed and, and, and uncomfortable. And it's just lots of people hate pregnancy. My mom told me when I got to six months, that's when she started wishing she could have another kid. So I don't know, wow. Ronnie, maybe I your baby's like still in that really early. She didn't though. She didn't. No, because she said that's when you got really cute and you were, like, interactive and you started, like, paying attention to your surroundings. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cute. I want another one. But, yeah, I just feel like if there's any hesitation, then that's your answer. You probably shouldn't have another kid if you're not sure about it. I think I can kind of speak to the experience, like, through... I've, I've got a friend who has a two-year-old and, and we recently kind of had this conversation the other day, which is um, this kid has, has been, like, kind of perfect to the point where other parents are jealous, like never cries. It's just like really mm. well behaved, especially as like a young kid. And now is starting to become a two-year-old, get a bit more kind of, you know, mm. aggressive mm. around certain areas. Awful. Yeah, a bit awful. And the way that he explained it to me is he thinks that once you get through the twos and you kind of have a well-behaved kid again who's like a three or a four-year-old, that's when you start thinking, oh, this isn't so bad because you've already forgotten about how horrible that yeah. was a few years ago. Yeah, that's what I've always thought. Like I've always thought, you know, probably two, but I've always thought space them out, have one, have the childhood with one when they're about school age and, and they yeah. become someone else's problem, then you can have another one, you know. That is, that is You don't have common. to like rush in. That's, um, Jess's parents did that. She's, she's got a brother who's six years older than her and then her other brother mm-hmm. is 18 months apart. So that's what her parents did is just, yeah. Get the first one in school and then have two really quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, I don't know. Like I feel like I'd want to do it fairly close together, but I'd want one at the age that I could put them in like daycare or like give them to a family member for the day and just so that, you know what I mean, you're not wrangling two children. It is wrangling. They're fucking hard. Seriously. You'll be fine. Terrified. I was leashed as a child. Because I would run onto oh my God. I would run onto roads and mum and oh let's be real, in those days, these days they're cute. They're these little fuzzy backpacks with like a little animal on it and the pa- and the kid wears the backpack and the parent just holds a string that's attached to the backpack. It's very PC. In my day, mum had to tie a scarf around my waist. Like that's how like Pobo was in the nineties. Like it was tying oh a scarf God. around my waist. Millions by starting this up could. as a business. You you had the original leash before it was a thing. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, nothing wrong with leashing kids. I'm all for leashing kids. I think if they're going to run onto the road, it's very fair. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, and w- w- Jax, leashing kids, it's not tying them up on a balcony and, you know, putting them on the balcony and being like, okay, stay there. It's when you're out and about and the kid can run off, making sure that they're not going to run off. It's responsible parenting. I don't yeah, know if I this is still so. an argument anymore. It depends I remember on the kid. it being like a bit of a thing for a while where people were like, oh, my goodness, people who leash their children. I was like, what? I'm glad I was leashed. Otherwise, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> I, I have a cousin <laughs> you know? who, who kind of um, has been doing this recently where he'll make sure he's got his parents' trust. Like they're sitting in a room somewhere and as soon as he thinks they're calm, that's when he'll run off. Like he's, he's gauging their, their reaction oh, so that he can get as God. far as possible. <laughs> so if you've got a kid like that, yeah, leash him up. Leash him up twice. <laughs> twice. Double One for each parent. Kids are so evil. 
but yeah, Ronnie, I think I think that, you know, if you're not sure right now, then that's probably your answer. But give it some more time. Maybe you're just really close still to, you know, the memories of pregnancy are fresh in your mind and you're really enjoying just having one. I think if you get to two, three, four years down the track and that, that feeling is still, I don't want another one, don't have another no. one. <laughs> I will say, though, Ronnie kind of makes the point she's worried that the second baby won't be as wonderful as the first, which makes it sound like it's kind it could, it's not necessarily a serious, like, I don't want any more kids. It's what if I have another kid and it's evil after having the first child. Um, I know, I know a woman who went through this, her first baby was an absolute angel and her second child just did not stop crying. Like she could not do anything without, she had to walk around holding the baby the whole time. And it was horrible. Like she was so stressed and it was so miserable for her, but like all things, it passes. So if you want to have a second child in your life, you have to acknowledge that you can't control how they come out. They will be born with their own little personality and their own little quirks. So if you're willing to put up with the bad, then from what I hear, the good outweighs the bad. Plus, you know, if you're a good enough parent to have your first kid turn out to be, you know, a ripper, an angel, then surely you can mould your second one to be good as well. A ripper. A ripper of a kid, sure. sure. What a ripper. A what a ripper. Crikey. Uh, Ronnie, good luck and let us know how you go. Hey, guys. Little treat today. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a question from Ronnie. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. From a Ronnie? Or is it from a Franco? No, no, it's from, it's from a Ronnie. I went through the messages. I actually, yeah. I actually dug up my own question. Oh, my God. Is this the first time Franco's asked a question? I think it might be. I think so. Wow. Okay, here we okay. go. This question comes from Ronnie on Instagram. Hello, Ronnie. Hey, Thanks Ronnie. for your question. Ronnie says, hey, guys, question for you. I'm trying to decide if I should break up with my girlfriend. I've been seeing her for three months, and at this point I'm normally saying I love you when I leave the house, just out of ear- earshot just to test it out. I have no desire to do that here. Honestly, I love her with my head. She's funny, smart, and great to be around. I just don't love her in a passionate way I've loved before. I'm not physically attracted to her. She's also the first girl from my native culture that I've dated. Should I break up and let her find someone who loves her properly, or can I overcome this? Now, I feel like the answer to this is very obvious, but I feel like maybe we should explain to Ronnie why. Look, uh, look. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, just pause. How long has did Ronnie say they'd been together? Three months. Yeah, see, I okay. think three months. If you're just testing out I love you at three months, you're absolutely rushing that way too hard. I think what Ronnie's, what Ronnie said is at this point in previous relationships, they, they've no, they're normally testing out the I love you, but they have no desire to do that in this relationship. Oh, I think it's early no matter what, and I think you just got to – Maybe give it a bit longer. Three months is so soon. Yeah, I think. Give it is six, it? surely. I think you've, yeah. I don't know, though. People move at their own pace. Like, you can't put a time limit on when you. I have known people. It's funny, right? In a romantic relationship, love, saying I love you feels like such a huge deal where it's like, mm. oh, I can't say it until mm-hmm. I'm, you know, what? Well, I feel it in my bones. But, like, I've known friends that. I've known for like a few months and then if you're really close to me, you're like, love you, see you later, I love you, bye. And it's just like so, it's such a nothing. Why do we put so much like, <laughs> like, I don't know, like I love lots of things and I'm not scared to tell them or, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
mean? Like, I just, I say I love you to, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I know what you're saying, but it's the weight of it with a romantic partner. It's the weight and what it means, you know. It means that it's like a, it's like you're taking it seriously. You're taking it to the next level. Mm. You, you see yeah, a future with this person. You, you know, you, you, it means that it's not just a fling, you know. It's like you don't just like each other. Remember when you used to say, do you like like that person? Yeah, do you like them? <laughs> do you like them or do you like like them? Do you like like them? Do you like them as more than a friend? This is my theory, potentially. I mean, I don't know. Ronnie, why are you with this girl if you're not physically attracted to her? Usually that's the first thing, right? I think that's the bigger problem than the I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Ditto, ditto. I think you, like, there's literally no time limit. Say I love you when you're ready. Like, that's it, you know, full stop. But if you're not physically attracted to your partner and it's only three months in, I mean, A, why did you start hooking up in the first place? Usually you start hooking up with someone that you're physically attracted to. And B, like, why are you still with them? Like, how did it start and how is it still yeah. going? Like, how do you continue a relationship? Like, I get, like, you know, I don't know. I don't, so, I don't know. So Ronnie, Ronnie says, here? I love her with my head. She's funny, smart, and great to be around. So obviously that's kind of potentially how it started. I think you've got a, you've got a friend there, not, not a partner. Exactly. That's a friend. Can I make one point, however? I yeah. think we put a lot of – and for some people it's a it's a deal breaker to not have this and that's fine. But I do think we put a lot of emphasis on the whole fireworks, passionate, like, oh, my God, I can't imagine myself with anyone but you in the beginning of a relationship. Hmm. And it's like it's normalised and then when people – like how often have you heard someone say, oh, I like them, there just wasn't that spark, right? Yeah. Uh... I think – as a society, we put too much emphasis on like, oh, my God, I have to be obsessed with this person and die for them. And yeah. I don't know. I just think sometimes like those loves that grow oh, yeah. are more sustainable than the loves that uh, a firework, but fireworks fizzle out real yeah, quick. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And like I've told Jess many times, for example, that like I – love her more now than I did like when we first met. And I think that that's totally normal. 100%. But at the same time, I yeah. we, and I think I can speak for both of us, we were like actually physically attracted to each other when we first met. That's how the relationship started. True. No, that's true. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Plus, that's true. you know, look, I totally agree with you. And, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, people who are long-time friends who then over time fall in love with each other and then they be- get together and then they live happily ever after. Lovely. Great. You know, it's a love that will last and a love that's grown over time. But even in that case, there's a point where they're physically attracted to each other. I think mm, to yeah. have a relationship that doesn't have a honeymoon period, like the whole point yeah. of it, like the relationships – the honeymoon period fizzles out and then you have this like long-lasting, you know, extra deep connection to not even mm. have that honeymoon period in the start where you're like physically attracted to each other mm. and, and just want to like... Bang. Like, is, is that, isn't that what a relationship I is? I think Ronnie has yeah. a friend, not a partner. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, you've got a friend. You've gotten too serious with you, with a yeah. friend. <laughs> And and like like you like you were saying, Ronnie, like it's it's only been three months, and normally at this point you're saying I love you. I think that's obviously a very personal thing, but it's very different mm. for every different relationship, not just for the person, but it works both ways. If you're not feeling it and you're not physically attracted, you know, three months in, you've got a friend. Yeah, <laughs> is Ronnie testing out the I love yous for the right? Like in the not in this relationship, but in previous relationships. They're testing it out for their own sake to see if it feels right or for the partner's sake. I feel that's kind of like... I feel like it's for his sake. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah no. That I He's guess that makes sense. See if it feels yeah. right in the mouth. You know. That's. Uh, I, I'm not yucking your yum, Ronnie. But that's. I haven't heard of that before. No, I haven't heard, has anyone either. ever done that? Like whispering, Never "I love you." No. No. I Just to see how that. it feels. I guess. Does it align? I think that's a studious approach, though. It's making yeah. sure yeah. it feels right. If, I mean, if fuck, you want to learn not? more about yourself, then I guess that's the way. No. Yeah. To figure out if it feels right in your mouth. Um. <laughs> leave your partner, Ronnie. <laughs> Yeah, if it doesn't feel right in your mouth, it doesn't feel right at all. So leave. Yeah, yeah. I think let let them down gently because you know don't be mean. But yeah, like if you just be like, I just think we'd better be better off as friends. You're at three months. It's not like you're at the point and where it's honestly that's too something that obviously you hear in a lot of typical breakups. Maybe we should just be friends, or I think we can still be friends. I actually think that you probably can with this one. Um, I, I think, think yeah. you are yeah. friends. I think that's the problem. Is it's not that you, you <laughs> can you be friends? You are friends. It hasn't progressed past. If friend. Someone has put the boyfriend or girlfriend label on this. Maybe just take that away, and your relationship yeah. as it is is what's called a friendship. Walk that back. <laughs> friendship, the greatest oh. ship of all. Good luck, Ronnie. Let us know how you go. said I would come back at the end of the episode. How did you go? Did you think of a question, Ronnie, out there listening? Mm-hmm. Have you looked around your mm-hmm. room? Good call. What is your mm-hmm. question? Send it to us the now. Car. Maybe they're I'm driving. I'm going to say on Instagram <sighs> yeah. because it's just easier and I have access to the Instagram. Maybe I'll ask another question next week. Ooh. It's at can we help you? No, it's actually not. It's at can we help you podcast. If you type in can we help you though, we'll probably pop up. <laughs> at can we help you podcast yeah. on yeah, Instagram. Send us a message there. And I might even reply to you. How about that? <gasps> oh my god! Wow, now that's a treat. that is an absolute treat. A reply from Franco. I was going through the inbox today, and someone said um, this was an old message. I can't remember if we talked about it, so I'm just going to bring it up again. Someone said that you should Photoshop yourself upside down above us on our oh, billboards. We don't great have billboards idea. on our oh, we should have billboards. podcast art. Yeah, look, that would re- require me doing. Some sort of work, and as as our listeners yeah. know, we don't have videos online for someone's fault. Um, but yeah, no, I'll get to it. Mm. Maybe for the new year. Maybe the new artwork for the new year. I like that idea. I mean, I, I am going to take some time off over Christmas, so maybe I can work on it then. That'd be great. All right, everyone. Well, we hope you enjoyed this slightly longer episode. Sorry that it's going to be the only one this week, but we will be back next week, and we can't wait. See you then. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 